0: To the final episode of uh, the to year Bible and um, it's been hopefully quite a journey for you having. Uh, walk through reading through the Bible in two years um, and listening to the two of us uh, talk about it and uh, hopefully uh, unpack or clarify or um, help moments of misunderstanding and... Or
1: confuse you even more. Or confuse
0: you even more. (laughs) We probably did that to ourselves plenty as well uh, some years. uh, uh, Anyways, uh, so Sarah... um, and this is certainly a chance. And, and if you've been listening along, there's there's a lot of ways that there was a lot sort of scripted and we, we kind of had our notes and, and we're mostly reading through our notes. But this is a chance for the two of us to be a little more conversational about our own experiences going through this and what we also hope you as a listener um, get out of uh, this and, and a chance to kind of reflect back. And um, how has this experience been for you both maybe the good and even the hard of um walking through this walking through all of scripture um with with others recording this podcast um yeah all of it i mean i know it's a huge question maybe there's just parts of it and we unpack those as we go um but yeah
1: you know i think i can answer that they're also talking about one of the things that stood out to me the most in working through this two-year Bible, and that is that God remains so faithful to a faithless people. Every single book of the Bible we read about faithless people and discipleship failure, and yet God always remains faithful. And I kind of feel like that has been my story, even through the two-year Bible. I— don't, I, there's just so much, so many more ways I could have done justice to this study or that I could have spent more time diving in and studying deep. But I'm, I'm reminded that like we look in Hebrews 11, that there is this line of people who have gone before me and people who will go after me, who have sought to be faithful and obedient and steward the gifts that God has given them well. Um, and they don't do it perfectly, but they do it, it faithfully because their God has been faithful. And so I think that's sort of my overall feelings on this last two years.
0: Yeah, there's there's definitely moments where I'm like, oh, I wish I can go back and record the section, but I actually don't want to do the work of going back <laughs> and recording sections because there's just ways that, um, that as we've talked through things, as we've continued through scripture, sometimes we reflect back going, ah, oh, like... It would have been so good to highlight that there and and talk about this there. and um, and, and and so much more that could have been said. Um, and and so we, we've tried our best, but at the same time, it's incomplete and and we're also still, I mean, we still have a lot of ways of to be sanctified and to learn more of who the Lord is and continue to read His Word and mind the depths of that. And um, what we would say on scriptures at our age now and what we'd say 20 years from now might still be different too. And um, yeah. hopefully we've provided clarity, but we are also... Um, sinners with the Holy Spirit in us trying our best to, to be faithful and interpret scripture well too. And, so,
1: and also do that with limited
0: time. <laughs> and to do that with a limited amount of time to talk about it. I mean, we are summarizing sections that there are like commentaries, hundreds of pages thick uh, written about. And so um, we, we try our best to, to walk that line between, um, and this is sort of a little bit of the goal on on forming a Baba reading this two years, walk that line between speed reading the Bible, and slow devotional reading, but in a way that was digestible, slow enough that you can really kind of take a moment and pause and think about the text, um, as opposed to sometimes the, the speed reading one-year um, versions. And so, um, yeah, we've hopefully given you those options. And yeah, for me, it was just, um, I, I don't know, um, as much as the work uh, was was there to, to prep and to really, oddly enough, I, I, something that I, I don't think pastorally, most people get the opportunity to. But I mean, we, we've had to in the past two years say something about everything <laughs> in the Bible. Uh, so that is quite a daunting task versus like a sermon series or a, a st- teaching or study. Uh, and um, that's, it's quite a lot. And uh, there, are, there are people um, serving churches as 70-year-olds who have plenty of texts within the scripture that they probably never had to teach and talk about. And yet we've had to for the whole Bible and um, it was a lot of work, but at the same time I, I kind of walked away um, that much more of a, a profound or deep love of it. Mm. Um, and, and yes, there's certainly ways. And if you've been listening, like there's ways I academically approach things or kind of critically, um, think through certain sections, but, uh, just the beauty and, and even more so just cap it off with like someone like John, just the beauty of what scripture is and kind of walking away even more so with this, um, both understanding of sort of the the human role within scripture that, that Mm. to highlight, yes, these authors and what they're talking about and what they're going through and all this kind of stuff. But, but still to see that there has to be such a, a supernatural work done with these authors too um, to, to, to kind of watch God's hand as people tell the story of who God is, um, and and yeah, just the cohesive beauty of how scripture really plays out to tell this amazing. I mean, it's, it is a library of a whole lot of stories, but it is one unified yeah. story. And um, just kind of walking away with just, once again, this awestruckness uh, to, to the great narrative of who God is.
1: Yeah, I think reading it the way we did answered a lot of questions that I had previously had and maybe not. Dived into in the same way. And I think I was especially drawn to and impacted by our study of the Torah, which of course began at the beginning. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Two years ago. Uh, But it's there that we learn that God is a creator and he is a God who blesses so that we can be a blessing. We learn that he is a good God and that he's holy and that he makes and keeps his covenant and that he is present with his people. But I think also through this study, we've we've learned some of the answers to why a good God allows suffering in the world or we've uh, learned where people have misinterpreted scriptures and used it as an excuse to oppress uh, people whose voices aren't as loud, whether that is certain races of people or certain socioeconomic statuses or certain genders. And that as we look at scripture, we see how much God cares for the people on the margins and values them and elevates them.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, um, as I said, when we kind of walk through the prophets, like I think sometimes we avoid them uh, in, in some ways because of what they might actually be calling out uh, in our own idolatry as as a people, as a nation, as the culture we're in. Um, and, and having to walk through them, uh, I think just highlights that much more God's care for kind of broken um, and in particular the ways that those in power might abuse those who have none. And um, yeah, just the, just the, the the constant state which are kind of big themes and um and there are ways that uh there are big themes throughout scripture and uh, i hope we've highlighted a few of those and and i don't know if we have enough time in a podcast to possibly even go through like let's talk about kingdom let's talk about gardens let's talk about uh covenants and and some of these big ideas but um but at the same time, there are always some that just stick out to to me, and and to me, I mean the the, the whole narrative of a of a kingdom is mm-hmm. always a huge yeah. one for me, um, and and certainly that's affected in recent years by folks like N.T. Wright and others who who certainly highlight that idea. But just the um, the idea that that God is a king, and um, even from creation, gives this these these viceroys these others to rule in his stead his creation and yet they reject it and the idea of of a god who deals with subjects that have rejected him and desiring to to bring them back and to set up agreements and and ways to reconcile and ultimately sending his his son this prince to come and redeem and um i've always really loved that that flow of the storyline um and so uh One of the things that has certainly been um, an area that uh, you've you've really focused on in the last couple years is um, really the idea of sort of almost abiding with Christ. I don't know if you really want to how much you want to dive into that or not, but but the way sort of you read the word and the way that connects to just connecting with God in ways that are are dwelling with him, living with him and letting him dwell with you. And so, um, how how has that played out as you've spent time? And I know a lot of sometimes, and and for those listening, sometimes prep just feels like work and it's really hard to walk those lines. But how have you walked those lines as you've kind of prepped for some of this stuff versus still allowing it to shape you or not? And, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think as you were talking about this sort of like, theological concept of, of king in a kingdom, I would say one of the ones that has stood out to me throughout the last couple of years is this idea of work and rest, mm-hmm. and how we work from rest because of the work of Christ, and how Jesus tells us that his yoke is easy and his burden is light, and that everything we see in Christ is this culmination to him doing all of the work for us, um, and that we are loved and we are lovely because we are made in the image of God. And so as we study that, as we dive into it, as we are more conformed to the image of Christ in that, we will start to live out of that created identity even more. And, I think it starts and ends with us understanding our belovedness um, and the reason we are beloved, and you don't feel like you have to work for things when you know you are loved. And so this sort of abiding that we talk, you know, I mean John fifteen through and through, but we see over and over and over in Scripture, just in different ways. I think comes out of having an understanding really of Genesis one and two and yeah. and what were we were created for and why we were created and ministry and any kind of work we do, it flows out of knowing that we are loved by God because of God himself. So there's tons of freedom that comes with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we've, we've helped connect those dots to that. Genesis one through three becomes like so foundational for the rest yeah. of scripture. And I understand it's kind of obvious to state that since it's the starting point, but so much harkens back or connects to that part of the story and and sometimes reading it in the context of, of the ancients and stuff like that is really helpful too to be like, look, like you know, in a world where the, the stories of, of how this universe came to be were chaotic. They were um they were gods who were fighting and all this kind of stuff to to hear the true story, which is a god who brings order out of chaos. And the first thing he ever says about humanity is is good, is actually mm-hmm. very good. And and the uniqueness of that, like that's the starting point. And, and yes, I mean, we, we are at a Reformed church. And one of the things we certainly talk about a lot is sin and the need for atonement and all this kind of stuff and original sin and all this that sort of language. But but I think it also has to be balanced with the very first thing that God says in the whole story is is man and woman, you are created very good. Yeah. Sin messes with that. Yes. But, but it's, it's such a distinct story. And, and the first day of humanity's life is to, is to rest with God. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, what a what a uniqueness, and and that idea of Sabbath, which is huge, and it continues into the throughout all the Old Testament, and certainly in the New Testament, we see the writer of Hebrews pick up on that um, and speak of a rest that we are now invited into in Jesus. And um, and and I have a I know someone who's a jewish christian theologian and um he really highlights that idea of rest throughout all the old testament as if it's like the most central theme um it's one uh, of
1: them for sure (laughs)
0: yeah and it's it's a a pretty beautiful one and and there's ways that poetically hebrew works to, to to focus on that um and so uh as people um kind of wrap up and maybe start thinking maybe if they started again or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know if you have any parting words or any parting advice as they continue to 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 grow as a student of the word, as they continue to grow as a follower of Jesus. Um, I know that's a, a really broad question, but um, uh, just sort of maybe a, a sign off or a send off um, for people as they, yeah, continue to to desire to, to 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 dive in deeper and deeper into what it looks like to to follow Jesus.
1: Um yeah, I think I mean, I don't I guess I don't know your individual experiences <laughs> listening right. to the 2 year Bible, but it can feel overwhelming at times and I know I felt overwhelming and there were certain books that I finished that I feel like I knew and understood less well than I did before I started studying them. Um, but that is not meant to discour- discourage us. You know, the Word says that God has given us everything we need for godliness, and that is coming from Scripture. So my encouragement to you is just to read the Bible and read it some more and read it some more and read it some more. Or, you know, like it says in Joshua, meditate on this Word day and night. Don't let the Word of God depart from you. And through that study of Scripture, through the meditation on Scripture, we are going to be conformed to the image and the likeness of Christ. Um, made like Him, we are a new creations but we get to become more like him from one degree of glory to another and i think the other final encouragement is to persevere to endure that's most of what we read in the new testament It's basically a hang in there we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken and it is worth everything that you are suffering and struggling through now so take heart be encouraged and endure
0: yeah, and, and so I, I love that, and and I it just harkens me back to when we started and the the very first reading. It certainly included Genesis, but um, included Psalm one right from the get go. And 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 I remember having this conversation two years ago uh, about why why Psalm one, and and it's because of that. I mean, Psalm one introduces that very idea of of. um, am meditating on the word to delight in the law of the Lord meditate on it day and night. And that's, that's the blessed, the blessed life is connected to that yeah. um, in an intimate way. And so um, to be, like a tree that flourishes even in desert places. Um, the word plays a role in that. And, and one of the things that uh, I wanted to, to also sort of cap us off with is, is to make sure that we, we draw in and, and we tried as much as we could, um, throughout it and and probably still didn't do service to uh, the amount of times Jesus connects to the stories in different ways and um, and, and, it, and it's a, f- a flow through the story and certainly yes we, we see Jesus fully unpacked in the New Testament but it still started right from the get go that, that Jesus is uh, uh, there as part of creation all things were created through him as Colossians said and he becomes the promised seed of the woman in Genesis 3 that's one who will set right brokenness and sin. And uh, this descendant of Abraham who would be in the line of Judah and um, who was like a priest like Melchizedek and and like a sacrifice son in Isaac and a rejected brother in Joseph, all these beautiful images of Genesis. And he's he's the Passover lamb of Exodus and, and, um, and this manna from heaven, this rock at Horeb, that all these images that the New Testament picks up on this tabernacle, the one who came to dwell and to be and to tabernacle with, us, as John 1 would speak of uh, from Exodus. And then the beauty of the book of Leviticus, where um, you have uh, the scapegoat, this, this day of atonement, the center of the book, where sin is sent far away and dealt with, uh, <clears throat> not in the center of camp, but away, the, the beauty of uh, what Jesus ultimately accomplishes on Easter and also the high priest of Jesus as Hebrews will highlight the one who um, stands in the gap between God and his people and he's also the cloud of and fire that leads us um, and and the bronze serpent that brings life and water from the rock that refreshes our soul and and I mean I, I'll probably actually just sort of walk through the Torah and and, and this is just the Torah of loan, the the prophet like Moses, that that he will be the one to speak finally in a way that uh, brings true clarity to what um what who God is, what he's about, um, and showcases that in his human form, worshipped by angels, is the one who's like a city of refuge that can find life. And gosh, I, I mean, I can go on and on. I actually don't think it, it's worthwhile I'll, I'll probably just maybe link link to a, an ongoing list of all these beauty beautiful ways that, that the story is so cohesive and so when jesus sits down with these or is walking along with these two men and just says look all all that the prophets all that the torah or the law and all that the psalms and the wisdom was 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 pointed to me mm-hmm. for us to be able to to open scripture and it, and it is a work. And I understand all these pieces aren't always put together. And, and, and as you grow and as you learn, you learn to, to do it and connect the dots more and more and more. But for us to just see, just the beauty that the story is really unpacking for us, that we see Jesus as beautiful, as we see Jesus as our warrior, we see Jesus as our refuge, we see Jesus as our savior, we see Jesus as God's <clears throat> sacrifice son, we see Jesus as the one with power, the king, um, the, the one with wisdom, uh, we, we see him as, as the true prophet, we see him as the restorer and the redeemer, the one who calls his remnant, uh, and the one who came and died for our sin. And um, and, and so, as you're wrapping up, as this is probably Christmas time for some of you, that that we were we we connect the beauty of the whole story with the God who was born in the manger, and yeah. um, and, and and the, and the um, for us to to stand in awe in some ways, even in all the confusion, even in ways that everything's not wrapped up in a bow, even in ways that we don't understand some of the stuff we're reading, that we still sit there awestruck at the story that God has um, told us about what this ro- world really is. And, and as we continue to to know him, to, to fall in love with him, to, to spend time in his word, to know him deeper, uh, that we, um, do find in him all the beauty that, um, that we should find in his son. And so, yeah, uh, we're so thankful for all of you that have journeyed with us uh, for this past two years. Um, And if you have feedback for us, I mean, we probably should have asked for this a long time ago, but if you have things that you still have questions about, things you you want clarity for, hey, we're always available. I think there's even a contact form on the site. There's not, we'll add it. and if there's ways you, you want to just encourage us or ways that God has done an incredible thing in your life through this process, we'd love to hear it. Um, it's always encouraging for to hear ways that God is working in the lives of the saints. And so uh, please do feel free to reach out to us. But it has been an honor uh, for both of us, I think, to, to serve uh the church of christ this way Um, i know some of you are certainly within our resonate walls but there's others who have participated that aren't and we're thankful Um, and if you loved it if it's been encouraging to you share with others um, and may it be an encouragement to them so thanks y'all
1: thank you guys